What are friends for? Friends are for taking each other's advice, but even more so taking an expert's advice. Yes. Because we really don't know what we're talking about, you guys. That's exactly what I was going to say, Gabrielle, because, uh, oh, hi, I'm I'm Pallavi Sastri. I'm Gabrielle. And I'm Pallavi's Pallavi's best friend, Gabrielle Ruiz. Welcome to What Are Friends For? Go ahead. Uh, No, what I was going to say is like... Despite our personal beliefs, we actually don't know everything. No. Um, so I I really, I was just telling our guest um, during our prep today that I feel like I'm going to school for this episode because I love to learn. And this is something we can always learn more about is how mm-hmm. we can be better friends. Um, so I think the best way for us to get into this whole like, because I feel like we know this person fairly well already, even though we haven't known her for that long and we've only known each other virtually. Very but, fast friends, yes, I have to say. I, I think so. I don't know if she feels that way. She may be like, I don't know about you ladies. We will but, find uh, out. I don't know you people. I'm like, <laughs> but <laughs> We will definitely um, find out. Stay tuned. Exactly. But she sent us a DM. So you guys, DMs, they work. Okay. DMs, DM slay. Yes. And so uh, we want to play that real fast as our sort of warm up into the conversation, into our introduction of this new friend. Hello, my name is Danielle Byer Jackson, and I am popping here because I just discovered your podcast. Um, I follow Kat, and I saw that she was recently on an episode, and I was like, this is so good. Um, And so I binged a bunch of episodes, and just from a certified friendship coach, thank you for making a show that's dedicated to this specific thing because we are not having this dialogue enough and I appreciate that you all are doing that. Um, I did want to say while I was binging the episodes, I noticed that you have not yet covered um, how to have tough conversations with your friends unless I missed that episode. Um, If that's something you all plan on covering in the future, um, I'd love to lend my voice to the conversation. If not, uh, or if you do the episode without me, just let us know, let me know, let my team know, um, so we can at least listen and learn. Um, so I appreciate you. I appreciate all you do. And just wanted to pop it to say thank you for the show. OMG Slay. We appreciate this guest for an intro. So Pallavi, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Danielle Byer Jackson is a publicist by day, a friendship coach by night. She is an author, podcast host, and national speaker. But despite her credentials and professional accolades, she is most proud of going viral on TikTok in January. Welcome, Danielle. (laughs) Hello. This is so exciting. <laughs> congrats, congrats on that big TikTok win. Yes. You know, I've just it's just been a dream of mine for like the past 20 years. And so to finally reach <laughs> it, I was like, I've made it. <laughs> Listen, it show, if that has been around, if TikTok has been around for 20 years, then it really is show like very proof that I am slow on slow to the game here. I, I don't I still don't understand it, but because of you, I have to tell you. It's all your fault that we now have a What Are Friends For TikTok account. I love that. Everybody <laughs> listening needs to follow. Okay. But I, I mean, mean, your TikTok video, though, it's, I mean, I will Ooh, say. Mine? Anything. Are you talking about mine? Are you complimenting mine? <laughs> or Danielle's? No, I'm, I'm going back to Danielle's. <laughs> yeah, let's get to Danielle's. <laughs> I'm going back to Danielle's. What I the will say about one. social media, though, is that <laughs> the things that go viral are the things that 
somewhat universally speak to people. And so that's Mm -hmm. what it seems like you hit on. And so your DM to us and also finding out more about you and the fact that all of your, that your TikTok video, the one that went viral is so like friendship expert centric. What we wanted to ask you is like, we want to know the rundown of what it means to do what you do be to be a certified friendship coach. Like, how did you get into this? Yeah. So I always joke, you know, when we were back in high school, you take that little test and you input your interests and then it spits out a list of options of things you should be when you grow up. And, and friendship coach is certainly not on the list. So it's not like I've been dreaming of this day. Um, I was actually a high school English teacher for six years. And so while I was teaching, you know, I taught mostly juniors and seniors. So you've got 17, 18, 19 year olds that you're trying to corral every day. And so you have, um, you know, some female students who I'd hear between classes or they'd come to me after class. And it's always something like it, the conversation starts to be about a group project, but then they're talking about drama with a girl in the, in the group. And can you tell her she needs to pull her weight? Why don't you tell her? Well, she's my friend. I don't want to make like, it was like a whole thing. And I made the mistake at the time of dismissing it as teenage drama. Because when I left education and got into PR and I'm working with women who are very career driven and at the the top of their, you know, game, the conversation there becomes about how they don't have friends because they're so ambitious and because at that level they've reserved friendship for the margins of their lives, but now they feel disconnected. And that's when I kind of had a moment of like, oh, so yeah, like at every season of womanhood, this is a thing, whether it's exercising the muscle of making friends or breaking up with friends, it doesn't stop. So we might as well figure out how to do it. And so when I went to look for books on it, that's when I realized the discrepancy. Like if you go on Amazon and you look at books of, you know, how to be a a boss in the boardroom or like mom life, there's so much. But when it comes to like friendship, it's like books for kids. And, you know, stuff that's very like, um, you know, very academic and a little highbrow, you know, but there was nothing helpful. And so that's when I went and got certified to be a coach and started doing some of my own research and just looking things up and interviewing people and, and conducting surveys with people online uh, to get information. And it just kind of went from there. So, you know, friendship coaching, you can essentially get a coach for anything these days. Like you can get help right. for anything. So why not for one of the most important relationships in your life? Well, Pallavi and I have mentioned before in our last season how we, in our 20s, separated the responsibility of nurturing and taking care of uh, friendships in our 20s because we thought there's just no time for that and I don't need to work on that. And in middle school, in high school, in college, maybe not in college, but like in middle school, in high school, you had a lunch break to be social, or you had a organized recess practically for your brain to get rid of academics and just have that social life. And then I think in high school, you start, you start like, you know, uh, multitasking in between, you know, Pat, you know, in between classes and whatnot. And there was a, a controlled environment to do that. And now when you have your own schedule, you set your own rules, you set your own finances and you have your own goals and everything. I mean, we definitely felt and learned, and that's what Waterfronts for is about, is uh, talking about that in your adulthood. And it takes work. Yeah. And, you know, like our our industry also, a lot of people 
assume that, you know, I mean, we're theater kids. We started in, in musical theater and in the Broadway world. And, and you would think, uh, because we spend so much time with these people, like they're our friends. And we also in our twenties thought that, but we didn't have anything to talk to these people about, but the work. And that's what we realized. We were like, wow, we don't actually know these people as people and they don't know me as a person. They, we just know each other in the context of this job, which happens to be very emotional work. Right. Mm -hmm. So we were sort of fooling ourselves for the longest time. And I think that that can happen in any industry, right? Like even in PR, right? You meet people all the time and publicists, like they think they're friends with everybody (laughs) or at least the ones I've met, but (laughs) (laughs) in Hollywood, but, uh, but you know, it's, it's tough to separate the work from the personal, but also feel like you can have a personal connection with people you meet at work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything you're saying is, is, is spot on. And, you know, that social backdrop, that social, um, environment has always been designed for us. And so we don't have any practice with having to schedule things and initiate things. And then, you know, even when we hear the advice of like, you know, just, you got to put it on the calendar, you got to make time. It's like very unsexy advice. And it's like, I've never had to do that. And so, you know, I think we kind of had this representation of female friendship as kind of like being easy. You call her up. We all eight happened to stumble into the coffee shop at the same time. And it's like Mm -hmm. a sex in the city episode. And so we're trying to reconcile reality with representation. And so when we can't wrangle everybody together and I haven't talked to you in six months and you think it's going to just happen because it's always just happened. Um, I think we all have that moment of where are my people and what's happening, but you've never had to practice before. You've never had to coordinate and be so intentional before. But if you want them to last into adulthood, that's exactly what you're going to have to learn to do. I absolutely agree. And if uh, we haven't spoken about it yet, we are deep into our first segment. Hints to friends or reality. Yeah. What we love about our Insta friends or reality segment with Danielle is this TikTok video that did go viral. And it not only do we just admire it, like the impossible of what Paula V and I can do, but it really talks, it really had a great, I mean, I was reading the comments of what people were saying. And it was really interesting to me and provocative to see, I would say like half, I would say it was like a 50, 50 of who vulnerably mm-hmm. admitted that this resonated with them. And I would like to just call, you know, BS <laughs> on some other people that were like, ha ha ha, I have no friends. And you're just like, no, but you really don't. Like, because do you work on it? And like, and if they're making fun of themselves, they're using that. I mean, for me, I have, I have my own walls. I have my own jokes. I laugh at myself and that can keep you from being vulnerable with people, especially platonic relationships, platonic love. So that was one thing that just took from me, um, from your, uh, TikTok video that the comments did range from like, wow, I'm so glad somebody's talking about this. Also like, LOL, I made a joke out of it. And you're like, but listen, this is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the comments are what got me to see more than 6,000 women either saying, oh my God, this is so true. And, you know, tagging their friends and be like, hey girl, you know, I'm, I'm happy yeah. to have you. You know, so you had a few of those. You had some married women who were like, let me tell you, this is so true. Cause I love my man, but it is just- Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bunch of women, you know, testifying in the comments uh-huh. or saying, man, actually, if this is true, 
that makes so much sense because I do feel disconnected. I do feel lonely. So, okay, this is like the missing piece to understand why I feel what I feel because maybe I put friendships on the back burner or I don't have Mm -hmm. them. Um, So it was kind of cool to see all the aha moments, but it was also disheartening to see so many women say like, I don't, I don't have anybody. So, you know, I I don't have anyone. Um, It was kind of sad. So I think, yeah, I, I agree. I think the comments revealed a lot in general about the current state maybe of our female friendships. Right. And for, for those who haven't uh, seen the TikTok video yet, we will, of course, post it on our blog, which is on our Patreon public page for free. You can see all of the references we make. But you mentioned in the video um, about the research showing that the fe- our female friendships and our platonic relationships are a bigger impact on our overall health, right? Is that essentially what you were saying um, as yeah. the through line, right? So what I want to know is, um, you know, what is the research? What is the research you're referring to? Yeah. So, um, I always, well, not joke, but the way that my TikTok is set up is I like to give the highlights to spark the dialogue. So the same way people are in the comments, like, wait, what? And then I like mm-hmm. to say, but you know, for the full context, you know, oh, you push them to the podcast because it's like, we can't have a full conversation. So that's how I like to use TikTok is kind of generalizing a little bit to get the dialogue, but it's like, okay, can we fully unpack this together and talk about, you know, the nuance? So, you know, there's lots of, um, and I, and I can share it with you ladies. So you can share it in the Patreon if women want to like go and dig and look and things like that. But there's a lot of research that shows specifically how, um, the, the way they describe it is your feeling of being supported. And then there's other research that shows about women in terms of how we congregate, how we socialize, um, how we uh, communicate, how that's different when you put us with a man. Now, I know some people are quick to be like, well, you can't generalize, but because for the most part, the way we, um, the way we, uh, read subtext and meta messages and the way that we communicate. And I, and I saw what you said, but I also heard we're having a connection in a different way that's going to literally impact my social well being that you don't get communicating with a man. There's even mm-hmm. research about how we respond differently to stress. So at one point, you know, they just told us about, you know, fight or flight. But then, you know, a couple of years after that study, they realized they did that mostly with men. What would it look like if we did this again with women? And they realized that with women, we tend or befriend when we're stressed. So we will either go to people we think are more vulnerable and make sure they're good, or we go with our friends to talk it out. Um, and so just the way that we respond to stress literally is different, you know, than men. So, you know, there's something that says, you know, when we come together, um, we release more dopamine and things like that. And, and everybody does, you get happy and then all these things happen in your brain, but for men, you know, and no offense to men, but because of their testosterone level, sometimes it works against the things that we release. Sometimes their testosterone suppresses the same things mm-hmm. that we secrete. And so for us, it's a party when we get together and we talk and there's tons of memes about all that, um, but there's something to it. And so literally having women in our lives is impacting our health. It impacts our emotions, our mental health, our physical health differently than being with a man. And I know there were lots of women in the comments who were like, well, wait a second. What if, you know, I actually get very fulfilled by my husband. And sometimes we take research like so literally, like, well, then maybe this particular thing's not talking to you. And with the the state of the particular women in your life and your history, your husband does fill your cup in every way. And that's great. You know, so you have some people who are like, well, hold on, actually my husband, that's great. But the general ideas that we are impacted differently from our romantic interest and platonic love, it's different. 
Um, and so it's just something we're thinking about. And that's what I love about your friendship coaching that you offer on your website, which is friend forward. Is that correct? Yeah. So friend forward is the name of our brand and the website is, you know, betterfemalefriendships.com, like easy peasy. Um, because, you know, we kind of see female friends, like it's fun to go to brunch. It's fun to be social and don't look at it like a need or like love. And I, and that's why I appreciate so much that you guys talk about that on this platform, like platonic love and like elevating it to the space it, it deserves and looking at it as a, a need to have instead of a nice to have. Ooh, I like that. No, but your website is fantastic. Cause like you're saying where if it doesn't necessarily specifically resonate with someone because their best friend is their other, their, their spouse or their partner, um, that's a different therapist. <laughs> that's a different coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? That if it doesn't, if that's what they want to talk about or feel like, or they're checking themselves, you know, like, well, don't come at me that way. And you're like, no, no, I'm not. I'm coming at you in another specific way that either you're blinded to, you've never experienced, or you've just buried for so long that you find it offensive to talk about female friendships. Or it's not even something that we consider, honestly, which is, I think, what I would say uh, I would fall into that category because for me, I think, and again, this took a lot of therapy and this, you know, I think for us to become better friends, we do have to work on ourselves outside of the friendship as well. However, I think what was amazing to me in my late 20s, realizing that I didn't have the friendships that I thought I did was that. I felt like I was, I I felt like I was giving support. I felt like I was doing what I needed to do to be there for my girlfriends and all those things. But what I also realized was that I was not being vulnerable in those relationships in order for them to feel safe to be as vulnerable as they wanted to be with me, right? So like, if I'm always putting up this facade of I've got it together, I've got it figured out, I'm good at this, I've, I'm taking care of business, you know, like I'm your person, you know, like a friend of mine said to me, you know, she, she was going through a tough time, but she was just like, I just, I, you're, you're just so good at life. You know, I'll never forget that she said that to me. And I was like, what do you mean by that? She was like, yeah, you just feel like, it just feels like you have it figured out. So I just don't want to like sit there and, you know, bitch to you about my problems. And I was like, but that doesn't, you know, that was, and that was on me. I had to take it on. Right. And like, and I've, and Gabrielle and I've talked about that a lot is like, wow, uh, I'm literally not telling people what I'm having a hard time with. And that's not making it okay for them to share with me. <laughs> Question, Pallavi, how did that come up? Did you ask her, why didn't you come to me about this problem? Or how did that come up? Well, I think uh, at the time, she was going through this, this friend was going through like financial issues. She had just gone through a a breakup. And I, I don't, I wasn't going through those things and I didn't know how to support her in those because I've just, I've been married for 11 years. So like, I didn't know what it was like to be a single person in New York. And so I always put off this, um, my, I would tend to go to advice and like say, okay, so here's what, you know, here's where I think, this could help. And this could, instead of just listening to what she was going through, because I wasn't humbling myself into saying, oh, wow, we just have different problems, but that doesn't mean that I can't just be a good listener and a friend in that way. I was just trying to fix it. And she didn't want me to fix it. (laughs) 
Danielle, what's your coach uh, advice on that if they were like both in the room at that point? Yeah. So what's interesting is there's like messages and, you know, meta messages. So like I heard what you said, but then like all that stuff underneath it, there were other things um, that I kind of got from what you said. And sometimes when we like give advice to somebody, it's um, we're unintentionally framing them in a way. It's about framing. So if I'm giving help, I know it's from a genuine place, but I framed you as the student and me as the teacher. So I mean well, but that could be offensive to you because it almost becomes like a status thing that we, that we, you know, integrate, uh, into that conversation unintentionally. And so it's like, I'm coming to you to commiserate and to be like, Oh my God. And to get validation. And so when you go into teaching me, you think you're helping me, but that means by extension, I'm a student and I need a friend. Um, so those are the things we do unintentionally. Like, how are you, um, framing someone in a certain position that they don't want to be in? And that's why they're resistant to taking the help. Like what else is going on there? Hmm. Wow. Just just send that just send this episode to that friend Paula B and be like yeah. that's, that's what we talked about. <laughs> We're totally fine ago. now. I mean this I know, but like here's ten, here's us ten years ago. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, really, Paula V. I love diving deep into platonic love with you. It has really gotten me through this pandemic. Same here, Gabrielle. And, you know, we are happily working so hard to produce this slay content for all of our listeners. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm so glad we joined Patreon. Hey, hey Patreon. Patreon. Patreon is the opportunity for our listeners to get exclusive perks from us all while supporting our podcast dreams. What kind of perks, Paula V? Let me tell you about them perks, okay? Our Patreon page has tiers to choose from so you can pick the WAF perks that speak to you. For example, just for joining as a WAF friend, patrons automatically get access to the vodcast. Gabrielle, tell them what a vodcast is. It's the video version of our podcast where you can see us and our guest friends interviewed on camera. And wait for it, it's only $2 a month. Yes, it gets better. We are also offering the option to join us for a monthly WAF live show and Q&A. Oh my God, that's amazing. So they can ask us about anything. Not only can they ask us anything, there's even a few tiers where they could come on and win a chance to meet our guest friends to ask them anything. Slay, slay, slay. You know, I think what we're most proud of is that 10% of all proceeds from our Patreon page go to charity. So not only are we focusing on great content for you, we also get the opportunity to give back. So you're saying that all you got to do to get these perks is join at patreon.com slash podcast. That's W-A-F-F podcast. And that directly helps us keep making the show. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because that's what friends are for. Now back to WAF. Hi, I'm Danielle Byer-Jackson, your go-to friendship coach, and you are listening to What Are Friends For? My question to you is, when it comes to your friendship coaching, do you have one-on-ones or do you have both friends now, I guess, on Zoom? Like, what, what's your, what are your courses like? So the coaching is normally one hour and a woman it's zoom now. Yeah. And she'll come in and she'll, I'll just be like, what are we talking about? You know, like you, the client, you, the, the woman would totally lead it. I'm just listening. And, um, in coaching, we're really just supposed to ask like very pointed prompting questions. It's less about, "Mm, so this is what you need to do. Or, um, you know, (laughs) so here's what I did and it worked for me. So why don't you try what I did? You know, so we're never supposed to point it back to ourselves. I, I never give advice. I always say, Oof. Okay. Well, um, two things to consider. 
while you try to figure out what you want to do. That way it's like, you're going to choose at the end of the day, what you want to do. Um, you have to own this decision. Also, I'll never have all of the context because you're telling me from your point of view, I don't know y'all's history. So it's always, okay, so these three things I think we should consider while we kind of weigh our options of what to do. Um, and then we end the session, uh, the hour with two to three action steps. Like, what are you going to do this week? Are, are all these revelations, what are you going to do? And then I check back in a week later to be like, okay, so you did it. Let's, let's talk about it. Or you didn't do it. And why not? Like, why are you still putting that on the back burner? Like, let's unpack that. Um, And so I I like to be very clear about, you know, it's not therapy. You know, the best way I've heard somebody describe it is, you know, therapy reaches back and makes an explanation of where you are from where you came from and tries to like explain that connection. But coaching is more about where you are right now. Where do you want to be? Great. Okay. So what are we going to do? And that's kind of right up my alley. I'm very results oriented. And so I'm not equipped to talk about, why your abandonment issues from your mother is affecting your connection with your friends. I'm, I, that's not my jam. But regardless of what happened with your mom, where, do you, where are you trying to be right now? I can t- we, can, we can do that together. Um, so I think this is like right up my alley, but I think it's nice for women who are like, yeah, I have all the conceptual stuff, but what do, what do I do? Um, I think it's helpful in that way. I think it's also helpful because where are you really supposed to talk about your friendship issue. Like if you talk to your parents, they're kind of like removed. You talk to your spouse, you know, especially if it's a man and he's kind of like, oh, well then stop talking to her. And you're like, oh my God, it's more complicated (laughs) than that. You know, Um, you know, if you talk to your friends, sometimes it feels like, okay, well, am I, is it going to look like I'm talking behind her back, but I need somebody to talk this out with. And so there really aren't many spaces. Like I even, you know, challenge women sometimes to go on social media. And when you look at posts, like our vulnerable open posts, they're rarely about friendship. Like we'll talk about, Oh, how to fight with my husband, but you know what? We worked it out and just love is just a journey. You know, like marriage is just like a beautiful gift. You work through it. Like we'll do that with everything else. You don't really see women post too much about like, man, how to fight with my friend or like, man, I feel really isolated right now. Or I feel like she's tripping right now. You don't see that because we think about, well, what if she sees it or or what if this looks like, what if it, so I think coaching, friendship coaching is helpful and that it's also a space to talk about something that you really kind of can't anywhere else. Mm. You know, um, I, I was telling Gabrielle that every episode that I listened to of Friend Forward of your podcast uh, associated with your brand they're very digestible. First of all, I've, I'm in the middle of a moving process. So like your 15 minute episodes are like super perfect for like that drive between the houses. Yes. Um, we highly recommend you guys go checking it out. Yeah. Um, but I feel like everything that I've heard, each topic I've heard, I feel very exposed and attacked by them because, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how dare she, you know, <laughs> Ooh, she went there calling me out. She's calling me out. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I know you thanked us on your DM, but I have to thank you for that because, you know, I am going into, I, I do tend to, like I said before, I avoided being vulnerable in my twenties and that's why I didn't have deep, uh, connections with people. But now that I do try and make myself an open book, I actually do find myself getting into situations where I have to have tough conversations more often because the book is open now. Danielle, I mean, the fact that we had you on here, um, we, again, we fell fast into friendship with you. 
Like we just admired your reach out of just, first of all, the amount of love that you were pouring out to us in that DM. It was one of our first like successful DM connections where we're always telling all of our listeners, please connect with us. Send us a DM, send us a voicemail, send us a that, blah, blah. and you're like, you did it, you know? And it was just like such a turn on and so attractive <laughs> <laughs> as a friend, you know, we we're just like, yes, this girl is like amazing. And then like, I want to hear, I want to talk about friend forward. Because Friend Forward is an app that peop that is it just for women? Is it ju- is it just for is it specific for friendship? Give us the scoop on that. Yeah, so you know, the idea of the app is a place where you can come and one learn how to be a better friend. Because a lot of us are like, oh my god, I know, I know, I need to step it up, but we don't know what to do. So you know, every week I'm dropping things in there of like what to do and explaining concepts. Okay, you you probably feel that way because of this. All right, let's do our homework. Um, so you got some of that in there. Um, but it's funny because when I was designing the app, I was like, this is going to be like the first app where you can like go and learn. Like it's like action steps and, um, girls are going to love it. And most of them are most excited about the virtual events that we have. They're like, Oh cool. Like a new module dropped. Cool, cool, cool. So do we have, you know, these, the virtual happy hour Friday or <laughs> okay, you know, if that's what the market wants, I'm going to pivot. Um, but, uh, we have virtual events as well. So we've had mixology lessons, cooking lessons. And so the trick of what's happening is you would see that we're having these events in the membership and you're like, Oh, that's cool. So you sign up cause you want to do something cool. But in reality, what's happening is I'm offering that as a social backdrop to do what you want to do. You said you want to meet people, chat new women up, meet new women, put yourself out there. Right, right, right. So I'm going to provide a social backdrop for you to do that thing you said. It's an opportunity. So just like we were talking about in not having recess anymore and not having, you know, our friends right down the hall in our dorm and we can just like roll in there. We don't have that anymore. So even more with social distancing, my goodness. Exactly. And so it's like, who's going to come up with the idea and coordinate the thing. And I don't have an idea for So every week we're doing something. So, you know, tomorrow we're listening to a podcast episode and then we're just going to talk about it over coffee at nine o'clock tomorrow. And we have mixology lessons for Galentine's day and we have, you know, yoga. And so there's always an opportunity and they know at the end of every event, I tell them, okay, so you're going to find a woman in here who said something that resonated with you and you're going to message her when we're done. Cause it's all about momentum. Like don't just stop here. That was the beginning. Um, so friend forward, you know, it's, it's my baby, but I, I love it. And, and already I'm seeing some connections happen and things like that. And so, you know, women can, um, download that wherever they download apps. Um, uh, but it's been really cool. And so far the feedback's been really positive, which is nice. It's very sexy too, Danielle. I mean, like the color scheme and like when you click on it and it's like, you know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like you're an expert. I don't know. I just, you really know what you're doing versus you had me at meow sweatshirts. You know, I mean, that is not your brand. It's even not even the colors of your branding. So we are just like in love platonically with you. <laughs> no, I love it. Thank and thank you for the the support and the shout outs and things like that. It's just, you know, it, you know, recently I did a TikTok. I like shouted you guys out there. I was like, yeah, look at this. Yes. You know, because honestly, and, and I want to be like really honest about this. When I first got into this and I saw that there were a few other women who dabble in it some way. They've written books uh-huh. on it or they speak. I'm gonna be totally real. When I first saw that, I remember feeling a little threatened. And I thought like, oh, well, if they're like somebody's already doing it or somebody else uh, there. And I really had to work on, wait a second. 
if you're saying the mission is for more women to value female friendship and to be talking about it and to be working on it, then it's great that there are multiple voices that resonate with different groups of women for them to absorb the message. Cause you find somebody you're like, I like her style. So you're going to listen to her. So who am I to be like, Oh, but there's other women doing it. Like I, I, and like that competing mode, I'll be totally real. I had that as my initial response. And then when I saw that you've got all these women everywhere starting to be like, actually, yeah, let's talk about friendship. I need to work on it. Who cares if you got that from me or somebody else, as long as you get exactly. it. And so now it's kind of, I, I can appreciate how beautiful it is to see so many voices starting to rise on the subject because it's really important. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about, you know, and I've, I've labeled it the scarcity mentality because uh, we all have a level of it. Yeah. Um, and Gabrielle and I have talked about it in terms of our work, our industry, our cultures, our respective cultures. And, you know, it's, um, it's because, you know, there's a level of programming that we have, maybe just as women, maybe it's as women of color, maybe it's all of the above, maybe, you know, it, but maybe it's our generation as millennials, you know, I mean, there's a hustle culture that we have. So, uh, you know, there's, a the scarcity mentality essentially is, we feel like if we're making space for someone at the table, it's taking our space away, mm-hmm. right? Because we've been programmed to think there's only we've one. We've been programmed. At the table. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Versus right? just adding another chair, or just making our own table. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's make chairs. Let's make chairs. <laughs> let's make a couch. I like couches. That's more comfortable. But right now, pregnant, like I'm on a medicine ball. So, like, let's just do that <laughs> for me. <laughs> Danielle Byer-Jackson, thank you so much for joining What Are Friends For? Because Mm -hmm. you are our expert of the season and a very, very talented expert that we just are so platonically in love with. Again, you can check out all of her socials. You can check out Friend Forward, betterfemalefriendships.com. We have all the notes for you not have to write it down right now on our WAF blog, on our public Patreon account. But Pallavi, I think we should transition into our final segment. Lightning Wolf! So the first question is, and I actually would love to hear your thoughts on this because the, the terminology tends to trigger people, right? So are you somebody that has none, one, or multiple best friends? Ooh, uh, multiple. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that make you laugh? <laughs> because I people push back because I'm always like, should we be using that phrase? Because some people, you know, lately have been like, that's problematic because the expectations you put on this other person. And then when it's over, then you can't grapple with like, why is it over? Because you're my best friend. So you have to be my best friend forever. So it's like a whole thing. But uh, I recently was trained by a friend of mine. She always says, you're one of my best friends. You're one of my best, you're one of my three best friends. And I'm like, I have to be happy with that. And so um, I use it, I use it kind of loosely. Who isn't my best friend? You know what I mean? You practice plural platonic love. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not monogamous over here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And next question is how do you keep in touch? I am a video girl. I like to send videos when I'm thinking of you for the thing because I will forget. And so if I see something, I thought it was funny and it reminded me of that time on spring break, I'm going to record it and be like, oh my God, look at this thing, right? Remember 2008? That was crazy, right? And then that's just, so that's how I, you have to do it in the moment or you'll get busy and forget. Oh my God. I want to know Danielle on spring break of 2008. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) 
goodness. Uh, okay. That's so great. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, in one word, or I'll take a hyphenate, what type of friend are you? Some examples might be you're a problem solver, you're a listener, you're needy, you're blunt. Sarcastic. Not what I expected to hear, but cool. Go on. <laughs> no, you know, on. I'm on. I'm on. So now I'm just like, oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, when I get comfortable, you know, you know, my people know. <laughs> With that glass of red wine. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. And what would you like to do better as a friend? Ooh, so good. Um, <laughs> it's a little shout, like a little, like a, a superficial one, but I have to get better at texts. I have to get better at responding in a timely manner. And I, um, and, and I'm determined to do so soon one day. I'm trying to figure out a system, like <laughs> not letting myself read it yet. Cause you read it and you think you respond in your head. And then, so I, I gotta, right. I gotta get better. Cause for so many people, your response time, it, they interpret like your level of interest in the friendship or how much you mm-hmm. care. So it's like, because others interpret that, that lag time as something negative. I gotta, I gotta get on it. Ooh, maybe you're, do you have like read receipts on your phone? No. Maybe you should do, that'll be your accountability friend. The little receipt thing where it says you read it or not. So I hear you saying I need to give myself anxiety. <laughs> Listen, I'm not the friend expert here. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> because then my brain Again. will work around ways of like, how do I work around her not seeing that I just saw that? Again, I think, I think you had me at meow is the way to sell <laughs> friendship. So don't listen to me. So our iconic final question, I'm just going to move on away from my own friendship advice is Danielle, what are friends for? friends are for um friends are for companionship through a life that would be completely dry and colorless without them Mm, that gave me the warm and fuzzies you had mushy but it, it was mushy but but i like it yeah i heard it back i like it Oh, I love it. No, it wasn't mushy. It was solid. It was solid, like a really nice velvet cake, red velvet cake. Like it's still good and people don't think it's real, but it's like, it's a real cake, guys. Real cake. Real cake. Danielle is real cake. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Danielle. Go ahead, Polly. I'm just, I'm literally like giddy. I'm like, we've been giggling so much during this episode. So I hope people take us seriously. But I, more importantly, hope that you will go and check out Danielle Byer Jackson and all of the ways we will post it all in the description of this episode. And hopefully uh, we'll have you back on in many ways. We've already done the Instagram live with you. We might as yeah. well like, just keep going on all the platforms. All right. We'll keep, we'll keep hanging out. Um, is there anything you'd like our listener friends that, to sh- to know that's coming up for you or for front forward or your, um, no, I would just say, you know, follow us on Instagram and all the things, but, uh, if you have an issue, we've probably done a podcast episode on it, um, at front forward, but, um, we're here as a resource. So if you ever have a friendship issue, you know, feel free to reach out through DMs because we try to be responsive. Um, but, uh, the main message would be that you are not alone in your little thoughts of, is it just me? It's not just you. And hopefully like the growth and the work can start, um, there to know that you are not alone. 
Oh, I need, I needed to hear that today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. And with that, we're so grateful that you are reviewing and rating our show. You can review and rate on Apple podcast or share from Spotify. You can leave us a voice message. We have a number 805-973-SLAY and let us know what you want us to talk about when it comes to female friendship, when it comes to platonic love. Okay. And with that, we will see you all next week. Bye ladies. Bye. One, two, three, four. This episode was produced by Team Access Productions and Fastable Inc. Our supervising producer is Philip Sanchez. Our consulting producers are Kathleen Cho and Rose Harwood. Lead production assistant is Anna Daniker. Digital content director is Susie Cabello. Our production assistants are Daniela Aredia Vega, Solaire Olson, and Megan Billadu. Our podcast artwork is created by Aishwarya Sukesh, original music by Joey Sherman, and special thanks to Irresistible Force Publicity and Hari Zabitala. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening now. This helps our show's visibility and helps us keep making it for you. And find us on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at WAF Podcast. That's W-A-F-F Podcast. To find links to our exclusive vodcasts, live shows, shop merch, or even text us, visit WAFPodcast.com. We truly appreciate you all checking in with us online. But you know that friend that you've been like, ah, I really haven't checked in with them in a while. Go do that. Yeah, go do that now.